actress and Star Trek legend Nichelle Nichols was a trailblazer, a heroine, and an extraordinary woman, somebody who inspired millions and millions of people, but inspired me. Nichelle was the first black person I'd ever seen who made it to the future. And she wasn't somebody who looked like she was doing, she was head of communications. And this, this show and this woman was the one beacon that said, yes, we'll be there. Yes, we'll be there. Yes, we'll be there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Discussing Trek. Today, we are here on a bit of a somber note as we are here to talk about the passing of Nichelle Nichols, who passed on July the 30th of 2022. Definitely our hearts and minds go out to her family. And we're going to we're going to hear from other people, other listeners of the show who have a lot to say about Nichelle. There are so many great things you could say at a very high level. One would definitely have to point out her esteemed accomplishments as your hero on the stored franchise we call Star Trek, along with the subsequent movies, animated series, all things featuring the original cast. But what's more is how Nichelle took the fame and notoriety of such an iconic role as an African-American woman in a vision of, you know, what, what the future could be, a possible future, and how she used those efforts to catapult STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, in, in both female and minority communities. And we're going to get into all that more details and words of listeners about Nichelle. If you didn't know what we do here on this podcast is review each and every episode of Star Trek in somewhat excessive detail. In addition to talking all things Trek, I'm your host, Clarence. Yeah, let's just get into some of the details about Grace Nichols, who was born in Robbins, Illinois, to Lisa and Samuel Nichols where her father would become mayor and magistrate at some point. Before finding fame as an actor, she primarily was a singer and dancer, breaking the norm of others in her family. Although her father, again, he was a bit of a tap dancer himself. Originally discovered as a teenager by legendary jazz musician Duke Ellington, Nichols was nominated for onstage awards and has even danced in movies alongside such greats as Sammy Davis Jr. and James Garner. There'll be other times. You said you wanted to make a career for yourself in the Marine Corps. Oh, I can't. Not with Devlin here. Well, are you going to start a feud? Well, feuds are... I thought they ignorant. We can't afford them. But above all, I want you to live in the world. With me. And be happy. Nichols parlayed her first television role, which was on a show called The Lieutenant, into a reoccurring role on Star Trek after making a lasting impression on that story's writer and producer. Of course, that was a great bird himself, Gene Roddenberry. Her role on Star Trek would be the canvas for many groundbreaking accomplishments in the television industry. The first being a a truly non-stereotypical role for the time for a black woman on on television. In a recent Hollywood Reporter article, Star Trek's current Lieutenant Uhura from Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Celia Rose Gooding writes, 
Acting opportunities for black women in the mid 20th century were often limited to maids, housekeepers, nannies, and the enslaved. Lieutenant Uhura was simply unparalleled. Few today fully understand how groundbreaking her character was for its time. In pre-civil rights 1960s America, she was simply the woman who answered the phone on the USS Enterprise. But to those with the 2020 vision of hindsight, she was the woman poised to become the author of a new chapter in the history of black women in entertainment. Nichols once recounted Whoopi Goldberg telling her that on seeing Lieutenant Uhura on screen for the first time, Goldberg ran through her house screaming, come quick. I just saw a black woman on television and she ain't no maid. While a huge accomplishment of the time, the role as lieutenant on a flagship vessel wouldn't be her last great accomplishment on Star Trek. Nichols, along with William Shatner, participated in television's first interracial on-screen kiss. There was a scene that changed the face of television forever. We were being forced by these people who had tremendous kinetic powers to do their bidding. And the scene culminated in them forcing Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Uhura to kiss. Bill Shatner was just delighted. He said, I knew I'd get you in my arms one day. And so we did eight takes because Bill kept saying, it doesn't feel right. I think what Maybe I'm holding her. Are you getting a good shot? After being burnt out on the show and feeling that Yuhira was not getting developed as much as Nichols had hoped, she made the hard decision to actually leave Star Trek. But before she could follow through with her plans, a conversation with one of the most remarkable people of our time convinced her to stay on the show. We would rehearse and it would be a beautiful scene. And then they'd bring down the rewrites. And I had less to say. What would start out to be a beautiful participation became, yes, sir, no, sir, I can't reach Starfleet Command, sir. So I was thinking about leaving the show. As fate would have it, I had been invited as a celebrity guest, I believe it was NAACP fundraiser. And so I had just sat down at the dais when one of the um, promoters of organizers came over and said, Miss Nichols, there's someone who wants to meet you. He says he's your greatest fan. And I'm thinking it's a trekker. So I went to turn around and look straight in the face of Dr. Martin Luther King, who was this beautiful smile on his face. He said, Uhura is more than just a communications officer. You're a symbol. The work you are doing, you may not know how important it is, but we who are fighting the good fight, stop and watch you when, on Thursday night when you're on. After the cancellation of Star Trek, Nichols later became a roving ambassador for the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, scoring a contract to help recruit women and minorities into NASA's astronaut corps in 1977. I went everywhere to recruit. I went to universities that had strong science and engineering programs. I was a guest at NORAD, where no civilian had gone before. 
They were all trekkers. They let me in. <laughs> At the end of the recruitment, NASA had so many qualified people, highly qualified. They took six women. They took three African-American men. It was very fulfilling accomplishment for me. So with that, we're going to get into some of the feedback from listeners about Michelle. And we're going to go to good friend Matthew Turnage with his words on Michelle Nichols. Hi, guys. It's Matthew Turnage. Uh, like you, I'm sure, and many others, I was very saddened to hear the news of Michelle Nichols passing. Um, the word iconic can be overused at times, but certainly not in the case of Nichelle Nichols. Uh, she was uh, she was definitely iconic. She uh, she brought a character to life who inspired so many people. And then, uh, in her own life outside of the acting world, she did so much to uh, to help uh, inspire and a, a whole new generation of uh, scientists and astronauts. Her work with, uh, with NASA was uh, very important in developing uh, the astronaut program uh, uh, on a wider scale, reaching out to other peoples and groups uh, that had not really been reached out to before. Uh, she did so much great work. Uh, I have so many fond memories of, uh, of her and, uh, and the character of Uhura in my own Star Trek fandom. I first uh, became a fan of Star Trek around 1987. I had been hearing about it for years and was aware it existed, but um, I just never uh, never delved into it. And then I decided around then, uh, I need to see what this Star Trek is all about. I rented from my local uh, VHS rental place a copy of Star Trek for the Voyage Home and, and watched it. And... Uh, and what's great, one of the many things that's great about that film is all the main characters have something important to do, and they have uh, great scenes. And Ahura plays a key role in that movie in helping to, uh, to uh, decode the, uh, the probe's message and, uh, and in helping to uh, retrieve the nuclear energy they need to power the bird of prey and so they can return home. And, uh, and after I watched that and then watched the other three films, uh, at that time, uh, none of the channels that I was able to get where I lived carried reruns of the original series, so I had to resort to uh, buying VHS tapes. And the first episode that I watched uh, when I bought the VHS tape was uh, uh, The Trouble with Tribbles, which also has a, uh, a very prominent role for uh, Lieutenant Uhura. She's very key to that plot. She has several great scenes uh, in that episode. And then as I started watching that in a few other episodes, then uh, I, I said, I need to uh, I need to read some Star Trek books. So I bought a pack of four uh, pocket novels. Uh, and one of the four novels that were was in there was one called Uhura's Song by uh, Janet Kagan, which of course features Uhura very prominently throughout that that novel. So a lot of my early uh, development as a Star Trek fan was centered around uh, the character of Uhura. She was very prominent in a lot of the firsts for me in my Star Trek fandom. So uh, so I always really enjoyed her character. Um, 
it was a little disappointing as I went through and and was able to see the entire original series that, you know, she, there were some episodes where she was relegated to just, you know, saying uh, hailing frequencies open. But when she did have opportunities to do something more, Nichelle made the most of those opportunities. When I think about um, aspects of the character of Ahura that have been exploited in later incarnations, uh, so much of that is really there in Nichelle's performance. You think about the uh, the romance between Spock and Uhura in the J.J. Abrams movies. Uh, so much of that really is suggested by uh, the performance of Nichelle Nichols uh, and Leonard Nimoy in so many scenes that they have together. Uh, there's a little bit of a uh, sly flirtatiousness that uh, Nichelle portrays when she's dealing with Spock in several episodes. And then also in... Uh, in the more recent Strange New Worlds, when we see Uhura getting a background in engineering, you know, that is, uh, that comes through in, in a few episodes, but one in particular that occurs to me is one called Who Mourns for Adonais, where Uhura has to rig up a subspace bypass circuit, and we see her actually in the in the guts of her communication panel, dealing with the circuitry and, and welding things together and, and making it work from an engineering standpoint. So uh, so she may not have had a, a ton of episodes where she got really key moments, but when she got those moments, she made the most of them, and, uh, and her presence will be felt and no matter how many times the character comes back or is recast. Uh, it'll always harken back to Nichelle and what she brought to the role. And as I said, uh, even beyond her uh, her role on film, her, her role in real life of the things that she did for NASA and for the civil rights movement uh, will always live on. She brought so much joy to so many and was such an inspiration to so many. Uh, she will be sorely missed uh, and certainly by me. So... Rest in peace, Nichelle. We will miss you, but thank you for all the great memories that you've uh, you've given us, and thank you for all the work you've done to uh, to better humanity. Thanks, guys. Oh, that was amazing, Matthew. Thanks so much for sending in that feedback. Always appreciate it. And now we're going to go to some feedback from Larry Irby, or as I know him as Ryan Hart, sixty-eight. From both Twitter and the After the Snap channel, where we're often in there making comments on our friend Tasha's videos. So I'll be reading his feedback and hopefully I'll do Reinhardt Justice here. I first remember seeing Star Trek at about the age five or six. One thing that stood out is there was a black lady on the show, but it wouldn't be till I was much older to truly realize the impact she had. I was fortunate to meet Nichelle in 1993 at a convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. Even got to do security for her. She was everything I could have hoped for and even more kind and generous. She had just met me and she had already remembered my name. As I got older, I really came to truly understand the impact of Star Trek and the impact that she had. The representation may not have been front and center back then, but it was there and it was a step in the right direction. But as much as she did for members of the black community, I think Michelle reached out to all different communities 
and may have been some people's first experience in seeing a person of color on TV in a non-traditional role for that time. I will always treasure that day of meeting one of my heroes. May she rest in power. Our beautiful Yohura. Thank you so much, Ryan Hart. We really, we really appreciate that feedback. Awesome stuff. And again, it's just so awesome to see how much Nichelle has impacted us. And you've even met her. So that's that's definitely really amazing unto itself. And next, we're going to go to some feedback from Harrell Connor, our resident trivia specialist here. And he has words about Nichelle. We're going to get right into it right now. Hi, this is Harold, and I'd like to share a little bit about what Nichelle Nichols means to me. I was born in 1980, so my first exposure to Star Trek was the original and animated series. I became a diehard fan while I was still a small kid. I grew up poor in the inner city of Memphis with parents who had never had the opportunity for much education, and they essentially did menial labor to make ends meet. So in my early years, I didn't often get to see African-Americans who were educated or in positions of power. So the visual of seeing this smart, educated woman on TV who was in a leadership position and who shared my skin color was astronomical on my life. When I started school, I was the only black child in my class. And that first day, I'll never forget this. I had a Star Trek original series lunchbox in my hand with Lieutenant Yohura at the center. I'd actually taken a marker and traced her and highlighted her because she was my favorite character. It was a reminder that I already knew what I was capable of and how to carry myself in that situation because she had already shown us how to do that. As I progressed through my early years, obviously it became more common to see brown faces on TV and power and even in leadership. But everything that is accomplished is typically built by stepping up on the shoulders of those like Nichelle Nichols. Those are the people who paved the way. For me, with this early inspiration from Nichelle, I never faltered on my journey. I went on to become the first in my father's family to attend college. I went on to graduate from two Ivy League universities and to become an attorney and even an advocate for those living with diabetes. But When I look back on my life, I keep returning to this image of this child carrying his Star Trek lunchbox and knowing that he could succeed at this school where none of his classmates looked like him because he had already seen this powerful visual representation of someone doing exactly that. And in that moment, he knew that educational attainment, leadership and success were all things that belonged to him just as much as anyone else. Michelle Nichols. You are a giant with an impact on this world on which many of us proudly stand on today. You will be missed, but the impact that you had on little brown children all over this world will never be forgotten or diminished. Thank you so much for everything you did for me. Thank you so much for a life so well led. Thank you so much, Arel. I really appreciate you sending in that feedback always awesome when you do that man and and once again just thank you so much and and thanks for those words about Nichelle just um, the impact the impact man stretches far and wide finally we want to get into some feedback from friend of the show and former Trek writer Lee Shackelford and hear what I think is going to be a very very impactful story uh, about Nichelle one of the experiences he had growing up 
when he expressed some of his fascination with with Lieutenant Yuhura on Star Trek. Can't wait to hear what Lee has to say. Space. So I heard a story once, a kind of a joke, about fish. Two little fish are swimming along, and a third fish passes by them. And as he passes, he says, water's great today, huh, guys? And one of the two little fish looks at the other and says, what does he mean, water? It's, it's not a big joke or anything. It's really just to make a point that, and I, I think it's really profound, that when we're surrounded by something, when it's all that we ever have known, we don't really think about it. And curiously, that's sort of how I feel when uh, asked to reflect on Nichelle Nichols and her Lieutenant Uhura. Um, I was five years old when the first episode of Star Trek aired, and my family and I were watching them as long as they were in a time slot that was convenient for us. So it was a long time before I saw the third season. Uh, And it was really in reruns that began in the 70s, you know, or late 60s, that I really began to see the series. and, And it matched very nicely with my own adolescence, with my own growing up. And, uh, as a result, I really fell hard when I first began having crushes on women on TV. Uh, really fell hard for Nichelle Nichols. And I was in rural Alabama, so it was a mistake to come to school talking about how much I adored this uh, this colored person. And I memorably got beat up for it on one occasion. And I like the fact that that didn't deter me any. That, that <laughs> I knew who the bad guys were, and it wasn't her. And and looking back on that character now, as she was written, and you know, Gene Roddenberry knew her well, apparently intimately, and so he could supervise the writing of that character. And clearly then, Lieutenant Uhura is Nichelle Nichols um, in the original series and in the movies. That's based on who she really is, really was, alas. And and that means that she was professional, she was capable, she was supremely intelligent, and all woman. And when I went into the workforce, I discovered that, again, this is the 70s, this is the 80s, women are just really coming into the workforce as supervisors, as leaders, Uh, for the first time in America, um, in large numbers. And, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. One of the things I observed about that was that a lot of women, in order to take on a role traditionally held by a man, they became men. Very often they took on the worst qualities of the men whose jobs they had had a right to, right? (laughs) At last, they're going to be able to be the boss. And I always wished there was a way. You don't have to become a brute in order to be the boss. And now that I've been challenged to think about it, I'm going to point to Lieutenant Uhura, exactly as played by Nichelle Nichols. She's clearly capable. She's clearly super intelligent, all the things that Michelle was. But she likes wearing the short skirt. And in the proper environment, she's 
we, we see that she is a romantic, that she's sentimental, that she is passionate and can even allow her emotions to run away with her. These are not sacrifices to her being a lieutenant. She's still a ranking officer on the bridge of a starship. She's nobody's secretary. And I think that's marvelous. I like to think that there are a lot of people who look to her as role models, a lot of women who look to her as role models in the 60s. And maybe when they became leaders, they wanted to be a leader in her style. It's a pity that we didn't see her get to take charge early on more often than we did. And a double pity that so often she was given the line, Captain, I'm frightened. You, you wouldn't hear Mr. Sulu turn to, to the captain and say, Captain, I'm frightened. You know, it, she's the one who got saddled with that. And I think that's too bad. It, it works against everything else that was going on with the character. It's okay to be frightened, but what does she expect him to do about it? Anyway, we love you and miss you, Nichelle. There'll never be anybody quite like you. All right, guys. Well, we have come to the end of the program. Thank you so much for listening through these kind words from our friends of the show. And and once again, hearts and mind goes out to the family of Nichelle. But I will say this. We will always have her immortalized on the thing that people who are listening to this very program love the most. And, and that is Star Trek. So as, as I go back and watch more TOS and the subsequent movies, I will I will definitely, you know, just kind of pay a little bit closer attention and, and appreciate it just a little bit more. Such a great actor and a great person. And we thank we thank Michelle for everything she's given us. So, guys, if you have thoughts about this episode or any episode we have done, you can send that feedback into fans at discussingtrek.com or hit us up at discussing trek on any and all social medias. Thank you for listening, guys. And until next time, live long and prosper. Thanks for listening to the Discussing Trek podcast. For more information, go to discussingtrek.com slash subscribe. been listening to the discussing network find out more at discussingnetwork.com